According to the news site insider.com, there have been 289 mass shootings in the U.S. in the year 2019 already. A mass shooting defined as two or more people injured. What's the Christian response to this? This is considerate, where we're considering questions regarding life, theology, and the church. Considerate is a ministry of Redemption Bible Church here in New Braunfels, Texas. Do you have questions regarding life, theology, or the church? If so, text the word redemption and your question to 474747 and we'll consider your questions. To learn more about our church and everything we're doing here, visit redemption.bible. I'm Aaron Orozco. And I'm Blair Cushman. Let's consider it. Hey guys, thanks for joining us today on Consider It. As always, uh, let's start with the question that was submitted today. It says, what does the Bible say about self-defense? And how do we deal with gun violence in our society today in a biblical way? Whoa. Yeah, very interesting, very interesting question. A really interesting topic. Yeah. And and I think it's worth mentioning uh, as we start for all of us to just you know, I like that the question is posed at the very end in a biblical yep. in a biblical way, right? And and that's what we want to be doing as Christians. We want to be looking at issues and and you know topics of today through a biblical lens, right? And yeah. what that means is that we have to uh, submit our emotions, submit our preferences, yeah. and, and see really what does the word have to say, right? Right. So as we as we talk about these. Uh, issues and you know maybe political you know right sensibilities regarding the issue like i think it's important for all of us to say you know i'm sure we all have our leanings our preferences but today yeah. we're gonna kind of set all that aside and say what does the word you right. know influence us in in into think right? right right how do we look at this in a in a biblical way is, is yeah. what we're after in all things because right. we can we can respond to things in in a variety of ways um, an emotional way you know mm-hmm. um and we should be caught it's it's sad now even the, like the statistics that are out there how much right. violence you know we we're just inundated with it in media scrolling through our feed and we can become calloused yeah. jaded cynical mm-hmm. um uh, to really horrific things things that should make us really sad and uh and so we don't want to be callous and just respond to it in an unemotional way but it also doesn't need to uh we don't need to respond to things just every time it tugging on our heartstrings and we becoming fearful or just emotion because it would just wreck us I mean, right. the amount of, uh, of violence that's out there um we can respond to it in a historical way mm-hmm. well these have been our rights this is what we've you know had throughout history we can respond to things in a political way and now we can be influenced by those things they're not necessarily bad but they are inferior to the uh um to our response of in a biblical way and so what does god want and then our emotions our view of history politics should all be uh submissive to responding to these things in a biblical way right right great so you know responding uh and trying to filter all of this through through a biblical lens uh the question is kind of like a two-part question so yeah. why don't we why don't we try to tackle the first one which yeah. is uh self-defense self-defense uh and you know this is an interesting yeah, this is an interesting one because I think the kind of the first passage that comes to mind is the, you know, turn your other cheek yeah. uh, passage in the New Testament. Um, 
And, you know, why don't you, Blair, kind of just, I, I think that's not necessarily applicable in, in this sense. And when we're talking about self-defense, yeah. um, you know, let's just kind of set up a let's scenario, just, okay. a general, yeah, let's read, let's read the passage. Sure. So this, what you're referring to is in the Sermon on the Mount, Matthew yeah. chapter five, uh, when Jesus, um, he, he takes us back to an Old Testament command. He's, he says, you've heard uh, that it was said, an eye for an eye and a tooth for a tooth. And maybe not an Old Testament command, but a part of the law, you know, so punishment should fit the crime, right? And he says, but I say to you, this is like classic Jesus, right? He always kind of takes uh, what the status quo is. He yeah. takes uh, uh, even Old Testament laws or uh, interpretation of the Old Testament law, and he kind of ups the ante. He goes for the heart. Right. He goes, he goes for the heart. And so he says, but I say to you, do not resist the one who is evil. But if anyone slaps you on the right cheek, turn to him the other also. And if anyone would sue you and take your tunic, let him have your cloak as well. And if anyone forces you to go one mile, go with him two miles. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, and on he uh, will go. Um, um, and then he kind of even takes it up. He goes really to the heart. <coughs> Excuse me. It says, you've heard that it was said, you shall love your neighbor and hate your enemy. But I say to you, love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you. And so now he's just like, yeah, he, he's gone beyond our actions, beyond retaliation. And he's really taking it to our heart yeah. posture, um, which is classic Jesus, right? It's what makes him mm -hmm. uh, uh, profound and apart because it's not just about rules and laws. It's about our heart attitude towards him and towards other people. And, uh, and so, you know, this one is one of the verses that gets referred to um, in, uh, in issues of self-defense, you yeah. know, um, okay, I should just, if somebody's trying to harm me, I should just be passive and not fight him back, not mm -hmm. protect myself, you know? Um, woman, if you are walking down the street and somebody comes to try to rob you, to mm -hmm. hurt you, um, just let him do it. Yeah. Well, I, I think that's just kind of taking Jesus' words a little too far, mm -hmm. you know? Um, do we not, do we just not fight back because somebody is trying to uh, kill you or to hurt you or whatever? Um, I don't know that Jesus would necessarily advocate for that. I don't yeah. think that's necessarily what he's going after here. What he's going after uh, is, you know, the quarrelsome, angry, retaliatory, judgmental, justice-driven mm -hmm. uh, response to evil and wickedness. You've yeah. done this to me, therefore I'm going to yeah. come back at you, and you've tried to hurt me, now I'm going to hurt you right. in like manner. Kind of like the avengeful yeah. actions. Right, yeah, revenge and, mm -hmm. and retaliation and all that. And I think that's the heart that Jesus is getting towards, because he's he is now um, upping the ante with an ethic of love and of grace. Right. And if somebody does hurt you, somebody does insult you, somebody does slap you across the face, you don't turn around and just slap them back. Mm -hmm. You know, he's using um, even some hyperbole here to say, no, actually, give him the other one, give him the yeah. other cheek as a yeah. way to say, you know, I forgive you. Mm -hmm. um, I'm not going to respond in like manner. As a matter of fact, I'm going to respond in a completely different way. 
Yeah. Um, but that's not to say just let yourself be taken advantage of. Right. Not let them just let somebody hurt you and or molest you or you know or abuse you. For sure. Um, or go to the point of just killing you without and just laying down like a doormat. <laughs> and I don't think that's what Jesus is referring to here. Jesus has a heart for the vulnerable. Right. Um, for the weak. Mm-hmm. And uh, and if somebody is trying to overpower you, I'd say you know you have the 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 right to fight back yeah. you know to, to protect yourself but that doesn't mean you're just going to go and kill them you know and like yeah you tried to steal my purse i'm going to turn around and i'm going to you know shoot you and and, and kill you well, yeah no like that's that's not the the christian response here right you know? um that's taking it that's up in the ante in a in a different direction mm-hmm. but better to be to to have a slap on the cheek and to forgive the person and to walk away you know um versus you know fighting back or getting getting one upping and and trying to hurt somebody else right yeah and, and and i think we see you know in the old testament we see a lot of examples of where god calls his people to go and and take over a land you yeah. know what I mean, and that and that means yeah, kind of clearing house, right? Um, and so we don't see this this kind of like idealistic kind of passivity, as you were saying, like of of, of a monk or something that would just kind of just stand there and let whatever happens right. happens, right? But you know, we see discretion, we see obedience, we see grace and mercy, yeah. but but when needed, you know, uh, action is taken, right? Yeah. Right. Right. And so, like, that's we've we've used examples of just like personal somebody's coming after you. But, yeah. You know, self defense, of protection. Somebody breaks into your house. Mm-hmm. You know, you wouldn't just stand by and let them. You know, take your kids or to harm right. your wife or you know right. to do some other wicked vile act. You wouldn't just stand by and be like, "Well, I can't resist you because you're evil." <laughs> yeah. Like, that's that's not what he's talking about here. Like, no, your job, especially as a man, as a husband, you know, if you're in that role, um, is to defend those that are around you yeah you know mom kids whoever it might be to resist and and uh you know to not let them you know harm the people that are next to you you know we have an obligation to protect those that we love Mm -hmm. um from the harm of the evil ones now but the thing wouldn't be well you know now i have it this guy's breaking into my house now i have a uh now i get the right like i'm gonna cap this guy you know like whoa 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 like what's there seems it's like there there's and this is where i think discretion is important but like there's kind of this idea of like there's not a need for unnecessary violence in in a situation like that you know what i mean you try to do what you can to protect without having to you know be violent if at all possible but sometimes you know action is is required and i think we see that that is okay and right actually Especially when when you're in that, like you were saying in your example, that role of a father who's protecting his family. Yeah. Uh, I think it is good and right that that man goes uh, to whatever extreme to protect his family. Sure. Right. Yeah. Yeah, we wouldn't just stand by and let somebody else like who who would do that? You know? Right. I mean, I right. guess there's probably some that might, but um, but I don't think that's what the Lord is calling us to do right. in this passage mm-hmm. here. Uh, what He's calling out is the heart that's just ready to respond with violence and evil. Right. Like, okay, now you've done this evil thing to me. Now I now here's my opportunity to mm-hmm. you know um, I've never had opera. I wouldn't just go up and murder somebody you know without cause. But now you've given me cause. But yeah. now now. Uh, 
the murderous intentions that are lingering in my heart will can can all of a sudden come out. Yeah. And now I have the right opportunity, the mm-hmm. the just opportunity to respond murderously. And Jesus is saying, no, no. Now you actually have an opportunity to show a, a, an unfathomable amount of grace right. in forgiving somebody mm-hmm. that has attempted to just harm you. Yeah. As you resist, as you, you know, protect those who are harmed, and then where you may, um, you know, have the opportunity to press charges and all that stuff, and there could be like, go ahead, press charges, you know, for yeah. the, there are still consequences, but now you get to to show forgiveness mm-hmm. and grace to somebody, uh, a love for somebody who was your enemy, who was seeking to hurt you or to destroy you, um, you can now offer uh, a Christ-like grace yeah. that is only possible because of the grace that you've been shown uh, in your salvation. And so, yeah, can we defend ourselves? Sure. Should we protect ourselves? Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but not in those opportunities take the the advantage to respond with uh, a similar amount of evil we respond to evil with good yeah we respond to cursing with blessing mm-hmm. that's what is characteristic of god-fearing people um, not a passive weak i'm gonna just lay on the ground and not do anything you know because I can't. Like, right. That's not what he's calling us to do here, um, but to defend ourselves. And so where we see this come out is really the, in, in large part in the next part of the question that was submitted, the second question, right? right. How do we respond then to gun violence? You know, and uh, you, you heard the statistics at the intro there, and, you know, it doesn't take long to think back and we can think of you know the more publicized bigger mass shootings that have happened in schools and churches and 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 other places around the globe it's not just a u.s problem but it's happening all around the world yeah um and this isn't just a you know a 2019 problem this isn't even like a modern era problem this is goes all the way back to you know the (laughs) to some of the first humans on the earth right people have had violence in their heart and so how do we respond to this in a biblical way right and and like you're saying the 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 issue here really uh gun is really just the 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 means and the tool uh, in this case the vehicle but really the the issue is the yeah. violence right yeah. Yeah. and like you're saying violence in in our society in every society has been uh in existence since you know since the fall right and that's and that's really if we're going to think about it in a biblical way right well the biblical the bible would teach us that like you know god created this like utopia that was right right for you know us to thrive uh and then willingly men sinned and sin came into the world and fractured everything down to our anatomy down to our like chemistry our physical chemistry everything is is broken right and so you know shortly thereafter we see cain and abel right the kind of the first uh i guess you know we could say act of violence that we see in the bible is is cain murdering his brother and and then from there on 
all throughout you know trace it out to today like we can see and look back on instances where violence that was in a man's heart uh, right. human you right. know not not literally a man but in humans hearts yeah. kind of coming out and fleshing itself out in different ways and and today in our society right now the the popular kind of one that's televised and on the news and it's it's this gun it's gun violence gun violence but right. really the issue is not the guns rather than it's it's really a violent uh heart issue right, right? right. and so yeah it's wickedness of of man's heart yeah. that desires to well it's it's done several things it's rebelled against god mm-hmm. um it does not value human life right and and god's design for human life and uh and this uh desire to overpower somebody to be really in the place of god that your life is now in my hands yeah and and i'm going to use this tool this object to 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 overpower you you yeah and that can take on you know the same uh uh tool that's used for uh, as a weapon for violence it can is used for recreation, is used for provision, is used for protection, and yeah. that's that's all the kinds of things. I mean, you can do this with a rock. Rocks sure. build houses. Rocks, you know, are part of our infrastructure. You know, uh, Jesus is the rock. You know, all the, <laughs> there's all kinds of things, and that same rock can be turned into a weapon. Mm-hmm. Um, a pencil can be turned into a weapon, but it is also a a tool for writing, mm-hmm. for uh, education, for, for writing love letters, for all kinds of things. The difference in all of that is the intent of the person using it right what exists in that person's heart and uh and so how do we respond to that as well as just one recognizing those sinful inclinations in right. in humanity that uh we're broken we're corrupted it's why we need the savior it's why we go back to right. the gospel and uh and we recognize those things and uh and and uh you know our as believers watchful in our own life to make sure that they aren't coming out and putting that those sinful inclinations to death and then our response after that is a gospel like well what's the answer what's the solution well mm-hmm. it's the great commission you yeah know, we have the answer um it's not necessarily in more laws in more regulations in you know uh, eliminating certain tools for certain things it's it's the only real lasting solution is a gospel solution right of, of of uh, speaking to the heart issues that uh, um, that manifest themselves in wicked ways. Yeah, and so this this gun violence isn't a isn't a new thing. You know, mass sh- shootings in churches aren't 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 new things. You know, right. you think back to First Samuel twenty two, and when uh, um, Saul was king, David uh, had uh, just killed Goliath, and uh, um, and had become a legendary hero, and that you know made Saul really upset, and so he's chasing David all over the wilderness trying to kill him, and David goes to this city called Nob, and uh, goes to the priest Ahimelech and gets some food, the bread of the presence, and he actually ironically gets Goliath. Goliath's sword, 
And uh, there's this guy kind of watching. It says, she's just kind of referred to, this is in uh, chapter 21, but uh, this guy named Doeg. And uh, he's just watching this. David then pieces out, goes into the wilderness. And shortly thereafter, Saul and his army comes. And Saul confronts the priest Ahimelech, tells his soldiers, hey, kill this guy. Soldiers are like, we ain't, we're not touching that. You know? mm-hmm. These, we're not going to kill um, uh, the priests. And, uh, and so Saul's enraged. So he says, Doeg, you you do it and Doeg in a, in a fit of rage takes an opportunity doesn't just kill Ahimelech he kills all 85 priests and doesn't stop there he goes into the city of Nob and annihilates as uh, 1 Samuel 22 says all the men and women children and infants mm. uh, horses oxen and donkeys like it just goes crazy it's right. like now is his opportunity mm-hmm. to just wreak havoc on a whole city right and you know in a and kill everybody in the church you know yeah. all the priests and everything and so this is that's just like one biblical example of of this and so it's been around a long time yeah. and so what's the response how do we as god's people respond well what i love is actually psalm 52 is david's response to it he first warns Doeg and evildoers. He says, uh, you know, the steadfast love of God endures forever. You know, my mm. dad loves me. He's kept his promise to me. And so you better watch out, evildoers. Right. And then in the end, he makes these four his statements. He says, well, I'm like a green olive tree in the house of God. He's saying, I'm going to grow in the church. How do we respond? We keep growing in in the house of God, among God's people, in the church. Um, he says, I, I will trust in your steadfast love. So how do we respond to gun violence? We, we are uh, grounded in the love of God. We remind ourselves that God's love is not changing. Right. We're, we, we're grateful for the work of God. He says, I will thank you forever for you have done it. Verse mm. 9, Psalm 52. Um, and so we continue to be grateful, even in the response of great wickedness, right. that God, you are still at work. And even though these horrific things are happening, I'm not going to be, uh, I'm not going to be sidelined. I'm not right. going to question or doubt your goodness and your activity hmm. and your love. Um, and then he says, and then I will with I will wait for you, or I will wait for your name. It says, uh, for it is good uh, in the presence of the godly. And so we continue to wait, or we continue to have this great expectation and the goodness of God with the people of God. Yeah. And so in times of violence, when when things are around, how do we respond? It's what well, we keep doing right we keep growing as believers we keep telling others about it and we keep waiting for you know ultimately for jesus to return with the people of god waiting for for him to come through right yeah and i and i think really like especially in this it seems like right now everything is hyper politicized you know our hope is not in that yeah you know is it wrong to try to do something to help to fix to maybe aid yeah. sure right but yeah. but to put our hope in that and to say right. that that a law is going to is going to fix man's heart yeah. is just not it's it's not a biblical perspective right? Right, right like sin is rampant in the world and that's and we know that that's going to be the case until uh, christ returns and you know the whole prophetic calendar it happens yeah. and then you know at the end it's going to be the new heavens new earth where you know n- there's going to be no more sin no more tears no more sickness uh man, yeah we we're expectant for that yeah. but right now it's this kind of already not yet where we we trust and we know that God is in control. He is sovereign, and yet sin is still somehow 
it's it's here, right? And right. and we can't be uh, delusional and and think that it doesn't affect us or or we can make it uh, extinct. Yeah. But at the same time, we should not live uh, in fear of it or yeah. kind of let it rule our lives. Right. 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 Yeah. Like these, the sin are, of man. Right. These are the things that we can't do. What do we do? Well, we just talked Psalm fifty-two, eight, and nine, or tell us what we should do yeah. in response in a biblical way to, uh, you know, to gun violence or just violence in general. What we shouldn't do is, as you said, now we don't we don't trust in necessarily government laws to fix things. The laws right. never f- fixed any. I mean, they give good guidelines. Right. I'm not saying we don't go for better laws. I'm not yeah. saying we don't work for that. And we abide by them, and right? We abide by them. Uh, but there's, but that's not where our trust. You know, some yeah. trust in horses, some trust in chariots, but we trust in the name of the Lord our God. Uh, second, what we also don't do is we don't fear, right? Because we can hear all this stuff, we can get inundated, and and then just walk around cowering, uh, you know, skeptical and fearful and suspicious, um, and and just worry about something happening oh i don't know if i can go to church because there's been another church shooting and it might happen in my church and so i don't know if i should go i shouldn't send my my kids to school because there's been another school shooting i shouldn't you know i need to arm myself and i need to get my you know my concealed carry because somebody might mug me at the grocery store Mm -hmm. and yes those things could happen I'm not saying don't. I'm not saying. I'm not even saying don't be prepared. Yeah. And churches and schools should have, uh, you know, active shooter plans and be prepared for those things. But that's not the reason why we come to church. Yeah. And we should not, you know, come to church thinking, okay, are these people bad guys in here mm-hmm. this morning? And allow that to distract us from the purpose from which we gather. Right. To worship Christ together. Yeah. Um, and 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 even like the going to school and you know I uh, you know something bad could happen and every you know kid that is has got some issues or something you know they could be the next serial murderer or something yeah. like that it's like no what they actually need is the love of Jesus right right and instead of you being fearful and worried and and, and avoiding and isolating no go towards right. go go and uh, um, and and reach out and how right. can you how can you befriend that person and and point them to Christ and um, right you know there's and and it's it's not a naive optimism that we're we're saying you know to just go that n- nothing is wrong but it's it's this yeah. that we're not going to live uh, paralyzed and kind of paranoid right sure that that you know everything is is out there to get us um, we're watchful and and we're you know. Uh, prepared but but ultimately like we're not living like in a in in this state of fearfulness of of the sin of right. man right right yeah we can't we don't trust in other yeah. things and we don't fear you know the bad things that could happen that's yeah. just a bad way to live and so right. we continue to trust the lord this is where we uh, you know those attributes of god our understanding of who god is comes in so key when we believe in his sovereignty, you know, that these things are in God's control. And so if he's allowing these things, like it's not beyond his control, like somehow God's like become powerless or whatever. No, right. he's still in control. Right. We believe in the goodness of God. You know, I'll wait for your name for it is good. Mm. And so what he does is good. And we believe in the love of God and mm. the power of God. And it's these attributes that even in the midst of crisis, even in the midst of seeing these horrible things that keep us grounded, that all right, you know what? We still, the gospel is still powerful. It is still 
still the solution. And so we need to get busy uh, in, in proclaiming the gospel because this is the only solution. Yeah. And maybe the reason why, and I, I don't know that it necessarily is any more pervasive, or, you know, violence and stuff. It, it's always been. We just right. have maybe more access to, through media and communication sure. channels. But um, even if it is, that's not saying that the gospel is powerless. It actually has come back to maybe, maybe the, we as believers have been lazy with it right. uh, for far too long, and uh, um, and that's allowing evil to, hmm. to prevail. Um, yeah. So, um, so let's continue to follow Christ. Let's continue sure. to be believers who are growing in our faith mm-hmm. and who are effective in our witness, and let's see that change the world. And, uh, and even more closer to home are you know, our schools and our community, which we live in, right? Right. Right. So, so I think these are, you know, this, it's easy to say these things and then we see all the, the gun violence and what do we do, you know, when it happens. Um, but, uh, but I think we can still cling to the promises of God and continue to follow the, the wisdom of God that he's laid out in his word. For sure. Well, thanks for tuning in to Consider It, a ministry of Redemption Bible Church here in New Braunfels, Texas, where we are taking on questions regarding life, theology, and the church. If you'd like to submit a question, text the word redemption and your question to 474747. If you'd like to learn more about our church, visit us at redemption.bible. We thank you for your support in listening, and we hope you'll join us next week as we consider it.